0: In this video I'm going to talk about health and well-being and how it can have a massive impact in your performance individually and as a leader. The biggest problem that I see is that when we are not performing we look at metrics that are probably not to do with ourselves and what do I mean by that? Well basically if we think about it health and well-being are the foundations to performance. If we don't have them our performance is is not going to be where it needs to be. And we have seen this time and time again in professional sports. My name's Lee Eldridge from Cognitive Athletes. I've worked with professional athletes and high performing business individuals for around 15 years. And the best performers have this foundation of well being sorted. And for me, I think a biggest highlight was when I started to open my mind and think about holistic coaching. Now what is holistic coaching? Well, basically what we're doing is we're looking at everything that affects performance. And in professional sport, this is a massive area and this is why we have nutritionists, physios, strength and conditioning coaches, performance analysis, lifestyle advisors, managers, the whole package. But when it comes to business, it's normally just that guy or that girl on their own trying to figure things out. Now in the last two years, especially because of COVID, the prevalence or the importance of health and well-being has come to the forefront in businesses, which is great to see. The problem is that it's not really researched or we don't really have an understanding of how to employ a strategy that helps people with their well-being. If I go back to professional sports, the research has been increased and developed over the last 20 years where we're looking at what we call long-term athlete development. How do we go from taking these young athletes and develop them so that they have the opportunity to be able to express their potential to become professional athletes? But in business, I think that we're still behind. So I'm going to talk to you about why well-being is important and how to go about creating these fundamentals to help you sustain
1: performance for the long term. In this video, I'm going to
0: split it into three parts. Part one is going to talk about why well-being is important and what it affects. Part two is going to be talking about how you can go about finding out how good your well-being is. And number three is talking about how you can develop the foundations for well-being. So let's talk about
1: why well-being is important. As always, a great starting
0: point is to look at the definitions out there. And one definition is that well-being is a state of being comfortable, healthy, or happy. Now, you might see that definition, and think to yourself, well, how can I become a top performer if I'm not pushing myself to the max, if I'm not kind of trying to create mass action? And to some degree, that's right. But I always go back to in these videos that we need to understand about working smart before we work hard. And there is a a yin and a yang to that. And what I mean by that is that we need to be able to keep developing our processes and finding out what going right and what's going wrong. And in my past video, I talked about the importance of feedback and how we need to have that mindset shift that feedback is not taken or failure is not taken as a negative. It needs to be taken as a huge positive. At the start of the video, I talked about holistic coaching. And really, well-being can be divided down into three areas. And here's a diagram to, to see them. So we have three areas the physical the emotional and the mental and as we can see they all interlink with each other meaning that we cannot just focus on one area and expect all the other areas to to be good similarly as well is that each area has an effect and what do i mean by that well if you can improve your physical well-being the chances are your emotional and mental well-being will improve. It's just the way it goes. And if I think back now to when I was coaching in a professional sporting environment, too often I was focusing on the physical performance. I wasn't really looking into what my athlete's mental performance was or what their mental health was or their emotional health was. We only got to work with that athlete for, say, six hours a day. Now... Obviously, in that time, it was probably more like two hours a day. And we needed to kind of look out and expand our vision to think about how they were sleeping, what their relationships were like at home, because there's lots of pressure on that one individual. And work is no different. As a leader, you need to have that understanding that maybe the reason why your direct reports are not performing has got nothing to do with their skill set, has got nothing to do with how talented they are. But things outside the office and because of what's going on inside the home, that could be leading to the problems that you're seeing with their performance. Now, if we look at the research and the links to what happens in our performance at work, it's quite significant. And this research is going to gain momentum and there's going to be more of it in the next Few years or so because of what's happening now. But we know that if we have a greater sense of well being, we have huge physical benefits in terms of reduced risk of diseases, improved sleep, improved productivity, improved creativeness, and overall improved engagement, which I've touched on so many of the videos about how engagement is important. Also, what we do know is that people who are who have a better sense of well-being are more self-confident that's a great skill to have they're able to complete mental tasks better and also they are more effective decision makers so if you list them all they're all great things that we need to
1: be looking for in our employees part number two
0: how do i go about seeing how good my well-being is well here's a great plug for us is that you can go and take our optimal performance test the link is in the description box it's 23 questions and it will take about three to five minutes and you'll get a email to you to say where you need to work on or things that you're doing well and this will hopefully help you carve out 2022 and the areas you need to develop But let's go back now to part number three and talk about how to
1: develop these foundations. So now let's just talk about how to create these
0: foundations. And there are lots of things that we can do. And I've just picked out five of the main areas that I feel would be good for you to focus on in 2022. The first one is daily exercise. We are becoming more of a sitting culture. If we think about it in terms of working at home, we're not traveling into the office. We're not just picking up this general physical activity. So making sure that you get some sort of daily exercise is really important. It doesn't have to be max effort. It doesn't have to be hours spent in the gym. Aim for 30 to 40 minutes per day, which can be split up into three chunks of 10 minutes or whatever it might be. Just aim to get that in to your system every day. What piggybacks that on is point number two, is making sure that we get outside. Sunlight and being in nature and breathing fresh air, wherever you are in the world, is going to be important. Human beings are designed to be outside. We're not designed to sit at a desk and be on Zoom meetings all through the day. So. Build in times when you are going to go outside, when you're going to sit in your garden, on your balcony or walk to the shops, whatever it might be, just make sure that you get outside. The next area is making sure that we practice stress management and stress tolerance and what comes with those. So whether that's breath work, meditation, journaling, all those areas, because physical fitness or physical well being is quite easy to develop. And I mean by that is making sure that you're doing something every day. Well, if we think of the two other areas, mental and emotional, we also need to be doing those practices on a daily basis. Like with fitness, if we don't use it, we lose it. And mental and emotional well-being is exactly the same. Put in place some time for you to, to do those things. It doesn't have to be long, five minutes, ten minutes here, there. It can really help and support your well-being in those two areas. Sleep, the key to recovery and therefore performance. Making sure that we have enough quality and quantity of sleep is important. And what is great for me to see and hear is Gary Vaynerchuk, somebody who is big on hustle, talk about the importance of sleep and recovery. And let's just take a look at this clip to see what he says about it.
1: I sleep six, seven or eight hours a night. Everyone's like, you only sleep what, three hours? I'm like... Sleep's important. You know, a lot of people ask how much do you sleep, and my answer is six, seven, or eight hours. And it to people, right? Because they think I'm sleeping like an hour. And my point there is, sleep's important. Like, I, I don't know, like who thinks they're gonna survive without sleep? You have to sleep at night. I am thrilled to give up money every day of my life to feel better when I go to sleep. And I say this a lot. I'm a huge believer in sleep. Like, it's just math. In the same way, like I started taking care of my health a couple years ago. Like, you need to sleep. I'm such a big fan of work ethic, but I'm very concerned that people think just working 20 hours a day means you're successful. If you have huge ambitions, it's about your production while you're awake, not the fact that you don't sleep.
0: So as we can see, even somebody who is outstanding at productivity, is outstanding at connection and speaking to people and working hard, is also making sure that his health and his sleep is a priority, not just for him, but also for his family and the people around him, which is amazing to see, and that is something that leaders need to incorporate on their day-to-day basis. Making sure that you are reminding your direct reports, your C-suite, that sleep and recovery are key to performance is going to help you and the company. The last one is connection. We are kind of in a world where it's so easy to be connected. You can go onto any social network and connect with people all across the world. But the problem is that we are not connected from a one-to-one basis or a face-to-face basis because of what's happening. So do we know our neighbour? Do we know the people in our office? You know, all the new staff that have come in because of what's happening. Making sure that we have connection because connection is human it's human nature. And if we're looking at performance, companies or teams that have a great sense of connection are the ones that perform the best. Taking time out of your day, making sure that you're booking in to see people face to face. If you can, you're traveling into the office. If you're not, you're going for coffee in a coffee shop, whatever it might be, just making sure that you're building in daily, weekly, monthly connections with these people is going to help your well being, but also their well being. That's it for this video. I hope you found those points interesting on the why, how, and what to do for foundational well being. As always, we love your support. So if you can subscribe to the channel, click the notification, give us a thumbs up, or leave us any comments below about areas of well being that you think are really important. As I mentioned midway through the video, The link in the description is to our optimal performance test. Head along, see how well you're doing. But if that's it, have a great day, have a great week, and I will be back next week with another performance video. Speak to you soon.